Have you ever wondered why some entrepreneurs seemingly catapult to the top in a short period of time, while others take years or even give up on their dreams? The fastest path to success is positioning yourself as an authority. Follow me on my journey to build my online dream business as I interview successful entrepreneurs, uncover marketing strategies to grow your business, and help position you as the authority. I'm Steph Shinneberry, and this is The Authority Marketing Edge. Welcome to Authority Marketing Edge. Today, my guest is Tony Schmaltz. From an early age, Tony knew that he was meant for great things as he was quickly promoted multiple times to become one of aerospace industry's youngest quality managers without a college degree. He quickly realized he was close to his glass ceiling in that industry and he knew he wanted more. He made a poor attempt at network marketing when he was 20, but he understood the potential of, of a home business. Tony spent several years trying different home-based businesses from selling on Amazon to real estate and back to network marketing. Through this journey, he found his passion to helping others build their business. Tony now coaches others on their mindset and the marketing and business skills they need to succeed. Welcome, Tony Schmaltz. Hey, Steph. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Glad to be a part of this podcast. I'm so glad you're here. It's, it's good to see your face. Uh, I've been seeing you on some Facebook Lives, but uh, Tony and I met uh, several months ago at a mastermind in right outside of Austin, Texas, and uh, kind of connected then, and we've kind of been following each other. So I'm super jazzed to have you here, and I want to, uh, want to bring, up, bring you on here and let you share a little bit about your journey. So I guess uh, the first question I have, Tony, is uh, can you tell us a little bit about um, just kind of like how you found your passion? You know, reading over your, your um, you know, your intro and everything, it's, you know, I'm, you kind of got hooked into it like I did. It looks like through the, through the old network marketing and, yeah. uh, and then kind of like have found your, your space, your place. Well, so part of it comes from, you know, back to, back to my career. You know, I spent lots of years leading people and building teams and <clears throat> teaching people the ropes. And so when I started into network marketing or, or any side business, whether it was selling on Amazon, I really didn't feel that, you know, I didn't have that piece of the puzzle within me. So I was, I was just sitting there trying to make, make money more than anything instead of helping other people. I was looking at the almighty dollar and it was, wasn't until, wasn't until I realized that it was about helping others and that I could actually lead the way I've been leading my entire career that it really, I really became passionate about it. And when I, you know, came across folks like, like Steph and, and friends that can keep me accountable and friends that have become coaches and people that believe the same things that I believe, it just built on that passion. And that's where I've been. I've been, working through that passion of helping to coach people and helping others gain their freedom. I love it. And I love it. And he really is helping people because I watch, I follow him and his Facebook lives and you can tell you're so passionate about it. And I just love that. So it's really fun to watch you. Um, so Tony, you still have a full-time job, correct? You still, That's correct. Yeah. So I'm in the same boat. And so how, for me, I know that a lot of times I struggle with trying to like squeeze it all in and maintain a healthy uh, emotional balance and balance with family and everything. So how do you find time to, or how do you find balance in juggling all the things that you're juggling? Cause I feel like I understand a little bit about what you're going through. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. And it's been a lot of back and forth, a lot of trying to figure it out. And, and it's really about getting down to a daily routine. I mean, I have a pretty set schedule with my job so I can plan my mornings, plan my afternoons and evenings, but you do need to find that balance, that balance where you're like, I'll get up in the morning and I'll have a daily routine of uh, meditation, exercise th and things like that from like the miracle morning. And then I'll get right into some of my daily activities, even before I leave to the, go to the office. And then when I get to the office, it's shut off business. And then when I get home, it's right, right back to it. But you really got to, really got to set that schedule. It's really makes a big difference. Right. I agree. It's a huge, it's a huge thing. And I'll see you posting pictures on, uh, it's still dark outside where you're out running or something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So, uh, along this journey, what would you say your biggest, um, you know, transformation, your biggest aha, the biggest thing you've learned about yourself through this whole process? Well, the biggest thing I've learned really is just to be me. You know, we've all, when we first, when I first tried to get into business, any of my different businesses, I was trying to be somebody that I thought other people wanted to see and I wasn't being myself and people are attracted to the, people are attracted to those they like. And if you're not being yourself and who are they, who are they looking at? You know, so the biggest aha moment was just the over and over, the more I more, I try to be myself and just kind of let things go and not tried so hard the more and more I got, more and more I felt like that's what was happening. That was, the, that was really the aha moment when one of my coaches said, hey, you need to stop trying so hard. Just be yourself. You know, if you're on a live, if you're on a, making a video and you have a screw up moment, so what? Leave it in there. It's fun for everybody. You know, stop. Don't try so hard to be somebody you're not. Just be yourself. And that's, that's going to help you in the long run. And that took a lot of pressure off of trying to figure out what I needed to be and what I needed to do just to show up and be Tony. Yep. 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 Exactly. Yep. Yep. So, um, what, if someone else, if someone was came to you and said, Tony, I want to start, I want to start an online business. What would be the first thing you would tell them to do? Well, the first thing I would tell them to do is first thing I would ask them to do is find, is ask them who they are. You know, just like we just talked about, who are you? And, and they, they probably won't know. They'll probably spit off something like, well, I'm, I've done this. I'm like, no, no, no. Not what you do for your job. Not what you, who are you? Who is like Joe Bob, you know, who are you? And then when they, when they maybe fumble around with that, the next thing is figure out who they want to speak to. You know, we talk over and over about target market and most people, most industries, online businesses, whoever you talk to are going to, are going to talk about target market and, it's, it's repeated over and over and over, but it's so important because you, you got to know who your audience is and who you're actually talking to. So those would probably be the first two things I would really hit on. The first one, trying to, to figure out who you are, that's going to take some time, but I want you to start thinking about it and then start thinking about who you're going to talk to. And that's really the two biggest things for anybody in any business, whether it's online or offline. Right. And did you find, because I know for me, I found that you know, at first I wasn't sure, like just the same thing. I wasn't sure I wanted to talk to all, like it would be this person one day and this person one day, but then I felt like I dialed it in, but I feel like I've kind of evolved. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you've kind of evolved as things have, as time has gone on? Absolutely. Your, mar your market is going to change. As you start to find yourself and find out really which path you want to go on, that market is going to change. So you're always, you're going to be updating 
all the time, all the time to figure out where you're actually taking that business. And, and I 100% agree. Same thing where I started, you know, six months ago to where I am now are two totally different markets. They're not completely different, but they're different than where I started. So yes, it's, it's an evolving process. Right. I, th- I agree too. I think, I think the deeper you dive in, the more you actually find out, you know, like something that initially catches your attention and that you're interested in the deeper you dive kind of like the more specialized you get as you go along and the more you'll spend on one thing and that's kind of becomes your thing. So, well, well, and as you, as you read more, as you develop yourself, you start to find out more things that you're more passionate about. I mean, that's back to what your question earlier about helping somebody get started. That would be one of the other things is make sure you're developing yourself, whether it's courses, books, audios, whatever, because those just as much as coaches have helped progress where you're going. That That's a great segue kind of like into the next place that I want to take this because, you know, I, I've kind of like always been a professional development junkie and, but like getting into the network marketing space and into the online space, it's even more, I feel like it's even more so. I feel like one of the most beautiful things is the most people that are you know, successful or even attempting to be successful at this journey are, have really kind of thrown themselves into becoming a better person, a better, the best version of themselves. So I'm kind of curious, were you into professional development, personal development before you kind of like got into uh, the online space or is this become something more of a passion since that time? It's become more of a passion for sure, but I, I was early on. Early on in my career, like you, you talked about in the intro, I went from being one of the youngest quality managers in the aerospace world. Well, I had a pretty good mentor there that was passing me books left and right, passing me books. And so I was actually reading them. Um, but then I, there was a period of time over the last 10 years that I kind of stopped. I didn't, I wasn't hardly reading ever, uh, anymore. I was, you know, focused on the, just, just the work and working around the house, things like that. I wasn't doing as much development over that time. And so when we, uh, we moved to Florida about 18 months ago, I got rid, my wife looked at me and she's like, you're not reading these books. So I got rid of all of those books that I had stacked. I mean, bins of these books. And now I get back, I get here and I'm starting to develop more and read more. And I'm like, ah, I wish I had a bunch of these now. <laughs> and so, so the bookshelf behind me here, I'm, I'm starting to build from scratch. Some of these books are replacements for what I already had. So to answer your question, yes. Over the last few months, probably a year, definitely a bigger, I have definitely pushed for more personal development than in the last 10. Yeah. I think, I think that's kind of like a similar journey to me. I've gone through periods of my life where I just got distracted by so many things, either something that I was working on or my job or going back to school that kind of like all that stuff fell away, ended up getting rid of books and ended up replacing the same ones that I had before. <laughs> so yep, that, yep. I think that's, I mean, there's some that are so good that you just read again and again and again. So, or, or refer to like, like a textbook is, is the way I call them. I'm like, this is actually a textbook, you know, <laughs> that you can actually refer to again and again. So I know that, um, or at least I feel like, uh, we're kindred spirits in the mindset. Um, like mindset is my jam. And I feel like that's yours as well. And I know that you, you coach people on that. So mindset's like a big topic. I mean, it's a, it's a big umbrella and you listed several things that you do. And so I want to, uh, I want to dive into that a little bit. So, um, 
when I know like people, like I really feel like mindset is at least 95, if not 99% of making it as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur online, you know, believing that you have what it takes, limiting beliefs. So what, how do you kind of like package your coaching on that? It's a pretty well, broad question, but yeah, I don't, I don't really package it because it's everyone's different. But uh, the biggest thing, the, the the first thing I usually try to draw out of somebody is their level of personal responsibility, and because that is one of my biggest pet peeves and one that I push with everybody. As soon as I hear somebody making an excuse or pointing a finger somewhere else, I'll I'll ask the question: Well, what what could you have done to make that happen differently, or? What, piece, what part did you play in this? You know, try to get them start thinking about themselves and how they could have made the change or prevented that situation or improved on that situation. Great, this is what happened. What can you do to make it better for the next time? You know, personal responsibility back to mindset is one of the first and foremost. I mean, if, if you can't take responsibility for what you've got going on in your life, whether it's your career, your family, your broken down car, house, whatever, it's, you're not gonna make it very far. And so personal responsibility is the first. And then the other is the, the positive side. You got to find a way to mentally build or build positivity mentally, whether it's meditation, whether it's exercise, affirmations, however you want to do it. Everyone's different, but those are the first two personal responsibility and building up the positive. I agree. That's uh, I'm, I'm big into personal responsibility as well. And, you know, I think, I believe we create our own reality. Now things happen to people, you know, it's like, you know, that I don't think, you know, I think things, bad things do happen, but those are still the hands you were dealt and you're the one that's going to be responsible to get out of that situation or figure it out, figure out the challenge. And uh, so, you know, I see people, you know, I talk to people a lot about this and I know that I, I come up every time I reach a new goal, I have a new set of limiting beliefs that I have to break through. And, um, you know, you, you think, okay, I'm going to get here and you get here and you're like, wow, I got, you know, like I always, I always love to put things back to, uh, like an athletic challenge because that's my, my history. Mm-hmm. And so I remember the first time I ran like a 5k and then a 10k and then, you know, and then I did a half marathon and then I'm like, I'm going to do a marathon, but then I'm, my brain starts telling me, no, you can't do that. And, and so you get to that, then I did a marathon and then I did an ultra marathon. I mean, so it's, but each time there's a set, there's a new set of limiting beliefs because it's something that we, it's, we're going into uncharted territory and our brains want to tell us, no, that we can't do that. We're not, you know, that we're not capable or whatever. Uh, what, what type of things do you, uh, do you see that with your working with people and what kind of things do you do to help them break past those limiting beliefs? Well, I do. And, and it's back to some of the asking questions. Cause a lot of people, a lot of people, especially newbies in the entrepreneur space are going to entrepreneurial space are going to say, I can't do this, or I, I am not gonna be able to do this, or I can't, I, the word can't is a four letter word to me. I, I, if you say can't, won't, don't, you're going to, you're going to hear me say those are four letter words in my book. You don't get to use those around me. Love it. And, uh, and so it's same thing. I'll say, why can't you do this? Or why I start drawing it out of them. And in reality, it's digging deeper. It's digging way deeper into something that happened in their past. And once they nail that down, it could be something that happened to them five years ago. It could be something that happened to them as a child, but typically it's something that happened in their past that has them thinking they can't do this. And then from that point, you start trying to put them into that vision. Now, I want you to start imagining yourself 
use your example, the marathon, imagine yourself crossing that finish line at the end of that marathon. Put yourself, close your eyes, take deep breaths, put yourself in that vision, imagine yourself crossing that line and feeling that feeling of accomplishment that you did what you thought you couldn't do. And so putting yourself in that vision of where that result is, is huge. And most people, you really got to draw it out of a lot of people. A lot of people that use that word can't. It, it's, it's challenging, but it gets to the point where you're like, take, take a step back, take a seat, close your eyes, and try to put that vision into their head. Once they start seeing it, you can see their facial expression change. They just like all of a sudden the aha moment goes off. They're like, oh, wow, I can see it now. And from there, then all of a sudden the can't becomes, wow, no, I, I, might, I might be able to do this. And then they start, start putting together the plan of how to make it happen. Exactly. I love it. You know, uh, I worked with uh, Rob Dial uh, since like last year. He's like a mindset coach. And, you know, he always talks about asking better questions. And, you know, when we tell ourselves that we can't do something, we close off our brain. Our brain is like, that's the answer. You know, I've, I've solved the problem. I can't do it. Yet when we ask better questions, like, why am I able to do this? Or, you know, what skills do I have to make this happen? Then our brain looks for the answers to those questions. And so we open up the, the solution to ourselves when we ask better questions. So I really love that. I'm going to, I'm going to steal that. Uh, can't, don't, won't is the four letter word in my yep. coaching. Yep. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. That's going to be my new thing. I'm going to, I'll give you credit, but <laughs> I love it. So that's, that's great. Um, so uh, that, that kind of like you, you said, I think you were talking about like newbies saying they can't. And I'm a big believer that we all have value to start sharing with the marketplace from day one. Yep. So uh, I'm really big into authority marketing. Uh, and so I believe that people can, you know, pretty quickly step into a place of authority. Uh, and so how would you, how would you coach people on showing up on Facebook lives on YouTube, on their content marketing as an authority, as a pretty, pretty new person. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's kind of like I was talking about earlier and not in, when I was finding my passion, you know, being a leader for so many years, I didn't think, didn't, when I first started out, I didn't think to utilize that. And that's where, that's where I would, I would start asking people, or I do ask people, what are, list me five things, some of the top five things that you think you're really good at right now. Now, pick two of those things that you would really enjoy sharing with people and helping people with. And so just, it's just getting their mind to start thinking about what they already have. You know, most people come into this business going, Oh my God, I got so much to learn. I don't know anything. I've got to, you know, I'm, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to learn this. I got to learn that. And then I got to run it over here. And no, 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 no. Hold on. Yes. You do have a lot to learn. We agree with that. But what is one thing or two things or even five things that you already know that you can relate to your online business and that you can teach people or combine with things you're learning. And that, that was the hardest part for me to get past. The hardest part for me to get past was that I had all this in front of me. You know, I was many people just like myself get shiny object syndrome. They're like, Oh, I'm learning over here. Oh wait, no, there's this over here. And now I got to go over here. No focus. Here's, here's a couple things that I know I'm good at. I'm, I'm good at helping people see the positive. I'm good at drawing out what their limiting beliefs are. And I'm good at leading people. There's three things that I like to coach on and work with people on. Now, if you're one of my, my uh, clients, it's like, what are, what are three things or five things that you are really good at that you would like to share with people? 
And when they start seeing now, great. Now take those five things or three things or two things, or even one thing, if you're really passionate about one thing and share that, combine it with what you learn. Hey, I just learned this, but I'm going to also teach you along the lines of this, that, that, that how you lead with this, you know, it's, it's so much fun, but it's, it varies from person to person. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I, uh, one thing, and I'm not, I'm not sure where I heard this, but you know, I a long time ago, I heard success is transferable. So if you've had success in one area of your life, you've been a leader there, you've shown up, that is going to transfer into whatever area that you're going into, just because we, we, we kind of like go, we tend to rise to the, at least to the level that we've been at before when we pour our hearts into something else. Right. And so I really think that's important for people to know that even though they might be stepping into a new space, you know, they have all of the qualifications already that's necessary as far as like learning how to fulfill those shoes of leadership in that new space that right. they're in. So I love it. These are great. I want to touch a couple more things on mindset. You mentioned, I believe, hypnotism. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. So are you, are you doing that with people now? Or? I, I, have not, I have not certified myself yet, but I do recommend ones that I use. So I do, oh, use, I do okay. use hypnotism, and I am learning uh, hypnosis myself. I haven't, awesome. got, haven't gotten there yet, but uh, I am learning. Uh, I, and the only reason I'm, I'm an advocate for it is that it works so well for me. I mean, I, yeah. uh, I used to be a big gambler. Uh, back mm -hmm. when I first started businesses, part of the reason why a couple of them didn't make it, you know, right. was, but uh, through hypnosis, I quit gambling. You know, I, so many of my, my, so many of my changes have happened through hypnosis, all through the same programs too. They all, the, the, the organization that I went to has different programs. And so I became passionate about that and I'm working to become a certified hypnosis, hypnotist myself. That is awesome. I love that. That's so cool. Well, I'm going to have to talk to you about that off the record later on. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Than that, That's pretty cool. So yeah, if you guys want to find out about hypnosis, you'll have to hit Tony up uh, on his, on Facebook or something. So um, what, uh, looking back over your career, what would you tell your 20 year old self? Uh, invest in yourself. That's, that's all I got to say. I mean, it's, and now don't focus on, one, don't focus on learning from one person, you know, over, over the years, I've had several people like at 20 years old, I had a good mentor, but he taught me the technical side of things for I needed for the career, but he did not teach me the people side of things. He was a horrible leader, but a great technical guy. And then after he departed ways and my next leader came in, he was great at the people side of things, but horrible at the technical side. You know, it's like, you're going to learn different things from different people. You may have your primary coach, but don't stop there. Invest in yourself, learn from different trainings, different people, different books. It's, and, and don't be afraid to spend some money because investing in yourself, it's I, like, like your comment that you made on one of your posts. It's, you know, for Bob Proctor says, for every dollar you spend on yourself, investing in yourself, you get a hundred dollar return. You I know, believe that too. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. So yeah, yeah. I definitely think it's a, it's a good, a, a good quote. So Okay, Tony, uh, where, well, a couple of, actually a couple of things. Where, where are you going? What's your next big thing? What are you doing next? <laughs> if you want to share, you don't, that's, no, that's okay. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. There's some, a couple of big things coming up. So one, first and foremost, uh, there's a, I'm going to have a group coaching program coming out where it's going to be more of a group atmosphere where we're going to get everyone together at the same time and we'll meet on a frequent basis. Um, 
and that'll help go through some of these things we're talking about with mindset, getting started. That's, that's one big thing coming up. That'll probably be in the next 30 days or so. And then moving on down the road a couple months, there's going to be another course uh, that I'll be releasing uh, through our friends. And, yep. uh, and that's awesome. going to be, that's going to be big. I can't give you a whole lot of detail no, on that now, good. but this is, that's this fun. is going yeah. to, this is going to be a big one. And this is going to be multifaceted covering everything from mindset to getting started to different platforms. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's awesome. I'm excited for you. Very excited yeah. for you. I know there's big things coming from you. So that's yeah. really cool. So, well, it's been really awesome having you on here. Is there, is there anything that we didn't cover that you'd like to add that you think would benefit the listeners? Well, the biggest thing I think is like kind of what we already talked about. One, stop using don't, won't, can't. <laughs> Get rid of those four-letter words. Uh, find out, keep yourself positive. Find out how, how to keep yourself positive. Invest in yourself and, uh, and take personal responsibility. Everything else you can learn. Those four oh. things there, focus on those and everything else will work itself out. I love it. That's awesome. It's been awesome having you on here. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing. And so where can they find you? Where can, where can, and I'm going to put this in the show notes so people can look you up and find your coaching and follow you online. So if just let me know where we can add you and we'll do it. Absolutely. So you can find me on Facebook. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I, go subscribe to my YouTube channel and uh, you're welcome to join our free marketing group. It's release, release your marketing power. It's really a lot of fun. We jump in there from time to time. Everyone's in there helping each other out. It's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a, I, I just joined. I'm, I'm excited to get in there with you. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Tony. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I, and uh, I'd love to have you back on here on down the road after some of these big things uh, that are coming out have happened and kind of see where you are in your journey. Absolutely. Okay. I'd be glad to be back. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. This is Steph Shinneberry with Authority Marketing Edge. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please give us a review and I'll send over the Authority Marketing Guide the why and how you should be positioning yourself as an authority. Again, thanks for joining us. This is Steph Shinneberry with Authority Marketing Edge. <laughs>